Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of The Shift Podcast, a show focused on bringing you kingdom-based perspectives on today's hottest topics. Today, we will be hearing from Marcel Williams, John Welch, and Romaine Watt as they discuss New Year's resolutions and what the Bible says about growth, transformation, and goal setting. Hey, thanks for joining us uh, today on The Shift Podcast. My name is Marcel Williams. I am husband to Sharon Williams. Uh, creator of the Shift Podcast, and today we're here with Romaine and John, and we're here talking about New Year's resolutions. And yeah, thanks for joining us today, guys. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate being on. Of course, man. Anytime, any yeah. day. Anybody who does not know these two, uh, know uh, they are a package deal. Uh, they come together. So, <laughs> actually, why don't you guys tell us and our listeners a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, for sure. So I'm Romaine. I'm from Jamaica. Came here um, in 2018, I think, to study interior architecture and product design. So this is my third year and I'm having a blast, honestly. So I like just getting to know people, getting to enjoy this little community and just learning about American culture. So, yeah. Yep. And as the Marcel said that I'm John, um, uh, I'm 22. Um, I'm from Garden City, Kansas. Uh, man, my brain farted, but that's fine. Um, I'm a computer <laughs> science major. This is my sixth year in college, so I'm a bit late, but you know we're all like that sometimes. Um, and this is my third year up in Manhattan for sure. And I've been waiting to tell this joke for the longest time, but I'm so good with procrastination. I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Not bad. And uh, very cool. Maybe a quick fun fact about the both of you. Do you know what? I think a fun fact for me is that I have a pretty good British accent. <laughs> However, not a lot agree with that, but I disagree with them. I don't care. Uh, fun fact on me I set myself on hot fire like a bunch of times when I was in community college so that was pretty cool <laughs> wow. John is setting himself up to sound real credible <laughs> no I'm not lying I've done this like many times I have photographic proof that's fantastic oh man well great I appreciate you guys being here um, I love the different takes that you guys have on uh, New Year's resolutions and just think you two are the people to be talking to uh, about these things. If you didn't catch it, there are both RAs in the dorms at Kansas State University. And so they're in the thick of the college generation while being in college themselves. So they're getting to mentor students and really raise them up um, to be the next generation of leaders um, in a special way that not a lot of people can do. So um, really looking forward to your insight, just hearing some stories of, of how uh, New Year's resolutions affect you, what you think of them, and how they've affected your students and whatnot. Um, but yeah, just getting going here. Let's just start right off with uh, your opinions on New Year's resolutions. So for me, I personally like whenever when I see one of my friends post like their New Year's resolutions, like I kind of cringe a bit at them because I'm just like, why are you broadcasting? that to me like i really don't like it um i'm like every like the way i think and the way i approach my life and trying to improve is i set 
semester goes just because I'm a student and that's how I'm like my mindset is right now. So like I think semester by semester. Um, so when it comes to like setting a year wide goal, I feel like that's just setting yourself up for a bit of a failure because you're excited that it's a new year and you know, people want, people continue wanting to feel better and feel good and stuff like that. So they're like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Um, and they start doing that in January or February, but when March comes around, they stop. And then from personal experience, you get negative because man, I couldn't even do that. Um, and it just sets a tone for the year. Yeah, I agree with John in most of what he said. I think there's often like a, a bad stigma when it comes to the phrase New Year's resolution. Um, I think it's great to set goals for yourself um, and things you want to achieve. Um, I think habits, however, last a lot longer than New Year's resolutions. So I think a proper way to approach this would probably be to, you know, just make up your mind to change your daily habits to achieve a goal you have. Like if you want to lose 20 pounds, what are you going to do to do that? You might stop eating as much as you used to. You might have a cleaner diet. Um, it's just the habitual things that you have to change really. Cause if you set like having a new year's resolution is setting up a lot of high expectations on yourself the whole year and a lot of other people. And, um, it can be quite overwhelming at times. So, I think give yourself a break and just try to do it one day at a time, you know? Very cool. I once heard someone say that New Year's resolutions can set us up to look at how the previous year was a failure or didn't accomplish what we wanted. It starts off with a mindset of the glass is half empty. So, Romain, you kind of touched on it a little bit, um, just about what makes what can what takes a New Year's resolution and makes it something uh, approachable and um, achievable? And it sounds like uh, you you were onto something there when you were talking about that. Do you want to add anything to um, how you kind of approach these things rather than making New Year's resolutions? You said something about habits, I believe. Yeah, sure. Um, so I think um, reflect like doing daily reflections is something I really enjoy, like thinking about what I did last week or yesterday that Mm -hmm. I really didn't like or, you know, something I want to do better today. And so I think setting those shorter term goals are a lot more attainable than setting a year long goal. And so I think like in my opinion, that's a more realistic way of looking at, you know, goal setting rather than having a year long resolution. Yeah, definitely. And it's New Year's resolutions. They kind of remind me a a little bit about um, like sin in our lives. You know, when we think about New Year's resolutions, we're thinking about the things that we want to change about ourselves. And sin is often the same way we are doing. We're doing the thing that we hate, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. we obviously it's not like our desire to be sinful. But uh, apart from God, it, it is in our nature. And, um, just thinking about, man, how we overcome that, um, it's not by like just completely eliminating something. It's not through behavioral management, but it's by like, okay, changing the way that I think like through words that God has given me. Um, it's through like getting to the root, getting to the source 
and um, really allowing God to change what is valuable to us, you know? Right. And it's intriguing. Uh, right here, I've got some stats for New Year's resolutions, top New Year's resolutions for 2019. And coming in at number one with a whopping 71% of people having this as their top resolution was diet or eat healthier, followed by exercise more and lose weight coming in at number three. All very similar, all uh, basically the same goal, (laughs) Uh, bettering the body. Uh, Moving on, number four, it's save more and spend less. Number five, learn a new skill or hobby. Number six, quit smoking. Seven, read more. Eight, find another job. Nine, drink less alcohol. And 10, spend more time with family and friends with a whopping 13% of people uh, in America having that as their number 10 goal. And uh, interestingly enough, can you guess what the top New Year's resolution was for 2021? Spend more time with that family. Mm, Close, but no dice. (laughs) Exercise more. Again, it was number two, 2019. It is number one in 2021. Um, I don't know if that has to do with all the couch potatoes during quarantine. I was one of them. Uh, Eat healthier coming in at number two. And funny enough, cut down on alcohol uh, remains the same at a whopping 15%. It must be the same 15 um, of us that are in there. Um, But yeah, so it seems like a big aspect of, of these goals are focused on the body and when I was reading through these stats, I was just reminded of this verse and I had to look it up because I couldn't remember it fully, but it's first Timothy four verse eight. And it says for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. What do you guys think of that? So I think like when you think about the word sacrifice, it means you have to give up something in order to gain another thing. Um, so with like what you're giving up is your sin and what you're gaining is God and his Holy Spirit. Like just let that permeate your entire being. And that's something super wonderful. Um, like when you think of all the, I'm, I'll put it off to John. I'll come back. I'll come back <laughs> that's all right, time. man. Yeah, I had something in mind, but I, it's, I'm losing it. So. No, that's good. Well, like kind of bouncing off remain, like sacrificing is tough. Like it's easy to sin, you know, like it's easy to continue doing what you want to do. But like when you're trying to like get better, like doing it alone sucks. Like doing it by yourself, I mean, it's easy. It's, it's easier for you to just continue what you're doing if you're trying to get better by yourself. You know, you're not going to change a big aspect of your life by going in alone. Um, but trying to change yourself with a mindset of my uh, God mindset rather than a me mindset um, definitely yep. changes your aspect of trying to like it makes sacrificing easier if you're trying to glorify God. Sacrificing is a lot easier for right. me personally. Um, so I. It's tough sometimes, but when you have a God or a Christian mindset, it is, it, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. You know, when I read through these goals, uh, exercise more, eat healthier, 
lose weight, live more economically, spend less time on social media, um, quit smoking, cut down on alcohol, yada, yada, yada. When I read through all of these goals, what it tells me is uh, what is important to us as a country. And if I was just to assess that from what I'm reading here, the answer would be me. I'm important to myself. (laughs) You know what I mean? All of these goals are just like you were saying, John, it's me centered, it's self-focused and, um, just thinking about, about how, like, that's really, that really exposes something, uh, in our way of thinking and shows, um, what we value. Now this is cool. Here's, here's something to give praise for, um, about these stats. So in, in 2019, spend more time with family and friends was at a whopping 13% of us people, um, having that as a new year's resolution. And in 2021, it nearly tripled, not quite, but nearly tripled to spend more time with family and friends at 34%. Um, and so that's good. That's great. I mean, granted it's not as high as it could be, but I mean, to have that increase, that much. I mean, I think part of that has to do with people being in quarantine and, you know, being isolated from family over the holidays, losing loved ones. Um, that's definitely, uh, been put as a bigger priority on, on people's minds and hearts for this upcoming year, which I think is a good thing. Mm -hmm. So going off of that, off of, uh, new year's resolutions for 2021, how do you feel about many people saying that 2020 has been the worst year ever and 2021 to be looking up? Um, now granted, we do know a lot of people have had very hard years and mm-hmm. we are, um, we want to honor that, keep that in mind and, uh, are not disregarding any of that, of course, but wanted to hear some of your guys' thoughts on that. So yeah, definitely what you said, like the people who are have definitely lost a lot in the last year, like my heart goes out teach and everyone and, and I, I'll pray for you all but like the 2020 was rough for me too like my family my mom and dad got in a car accident and I broke my collarbone but thinking thinking back on it right now like I didn't think personally for me I didn't think it was really too bad um, I even though like those two big negative things happened to me and my family that year I still look on like I don't I don't want to think like that like it those two things happen and I'm depressed all the time because that that's just going to continue negative the negative aspect of my outlook and I don't like thinking in a negative aspect aspect I try to see the glory of God in each and every way and um, so I really spent time and gave a lot of that stuff to God those hardships and like I had to like when my mom got in the car accident, like she would call me on the phone and she was like bawling. And that was like the first time in my life that I had to respond to that way. Like my mom's crying, like she's panicking. Um, so like I really felt the spirit like trying to calm her. Like she was really more depressed that the car was totaled rather than anything else. And I was like, mom, I'm just happy that you're okay. I love you, mom, stuff like that. And I feel like that was the Holy Spirit guiding me. And like, if I can say my, my, my Galatians, like verse that spoke to me was Galatians five sixteen, and it says, "So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves." Um, and I feel like worrying is what your sinful nature craves because that's taking your mind off of God. 
and um definitely like those that that that's rough what happened but like it didn't guide me it didn't set the tone for the year like i always had a a positive mindset it's like yeah sure that that's that sucks but god's not doing that on purpose mm-hmm. like he wants me to be saved he wants me to be invited to the greatest party in, in the world which is heaven um so that's like my mindset when it comes to that yeah what about you Romain? how do you feel about 2020 being the worst year ever and uh everybody put in all their hopes in 2021 yeah i i mean i do agree that a lot of bad and ugly happened in like 2020 people lost their family members people lost their jobs there's a lot of loss you know and it, it sucks bro like no one likes losing anything you know especially when it's you're not sacrificing anything for something better so when you're just losing you're just <laughs> it's not fun at all so yeah um but and then when like for me personally whenever i invite god into those dark places in my life where i'm like just losing things it brings me a lot of peace and i know there's like people out there that's saying like how are you so happy all the time how are you not worrying and then if i say because god then they'll be like well you know i don't quite believe that because bad things still happen and i feel that like i really do like when when bad things are still happening regardless of like how much you pray how much you believe it's really discouraging but i promise you if you hold on like you'll see the light at the end of the tunnel and all the verses that i really love in the bible that speaks about that is in jeremiah 29 so it's verse 11 and it says for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans of plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope and i've seen that being played out in my life and in like even my parents life like you know if like for me i've had financial difficulties most of 2020 because my parents got you know like lower job opportunities because they're in the tourism industry and covid and the tourism industry does not mix very well because people can't travel yeah and throughout that like i've had people reach out to me and just like offer their full support and that's been very encouraging so i think yeah there are there are bad things happening but if you invite god and other people in that then it becomes like not so bad yeah and i feel like when people like say that 2021 is going to be better i feel like and they don't put christ in that i feel like that's just trying to win the lottery you know you're not putting your faith in god you're just really just guessing at that point like 20 2021 can't get that worst you know um so i feel like they try to like comfort themselves without god by saying 2021 is going to be better Hmm. um so yeah proverbs 16 verse 9 says the heart of man plans his way but the lord establishes his steps and man yeah has potential to be what we make it and you know praise god that 2020 is not the worst year in uh our history as a people and um yeah so anyway, but yeah, being RAs, just curious about your insight from the dorms. How have you seen this thinking of New Year's resolutions uh, affect your residence? So for me personally, um, I really don't see that in their lives where they're focusing on their New Year's resolutions. Because, I mean, I was their age, you know, four years ago and like, I wasn't thinking about like four years from now or 10 years from now or stuff like that. 
Um, so I feel like it, it for them right now, it's the immaturity um, that they're in right now, and they haven't had that moment to mature up and be like, man, I want to, I want to like do something and plan and think about, you know, a job or like trying right. to get an internship and stuff like that. So like right now for them, they're in that innocent part in their lives where they can like, you know, do some mess up and not really suffer like the repercussions depending on the severity. But, um, what I try to do is I try to be like, Hey, go to the career fair. Like, even though you're probably not going to get an internship, it never hurts to get that practice down. So, yeah. Yeah. So for me, like on the flip side of what John said, I think I have encountered kids who think a lot about what their future holds, like 10 years on the line, what they like, what kind of family they want and what kind of job they want. And I haven't seen them set a new year's resolution for that. I've seen them like just living life day by day and taking the steps necessary to get to where they want to be, whether that's like getting good grades, um, just um, developing good habits that they want to instill in their kids or just, yeah, you know, just taking the necessary, necessary steps. So I think that's a better way to approach, approach any new year's resolution thinking is just yeah. like living day by day and seeing what you can do to go above and beyond. Well, that's encouraging. It's a good place to be. Yeah. Yeah. So coming, coming up to a close here, just want to ask, what does the Bible say about growth, transformation and goal setting? Okay. So to answer that question, I actually um, had a, a verse in Psalms or a couple of verses, Psalms 51, 10 to 11, 10 to 11. Um, it shows where David is asking God for a cleaner heart. So he says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. So a great point you brought up earlier, Marcel, was um, when you want to stop sinning, it's not trying to like prevent yourself from doing a certain thing it's yeah, like behavior management yeah behavioral management it's trying to like change your mindset mm-hmm. change how you think about certain things so david asking god to like creating a cleaner heart within him is him asking god to change how he sees the world and how he sees others and that could be the same of like how you see 2020 mm-hmm. you know and the yeah. good thing about this is he doesn't want God to cast him away from his presence. So he still wants God like in his life. He still wants God to be a part of that transformation. And so I think just a mindset change and having God in it and you're solid. Yeah, that's really good, man. For all the ladies out there, as of right now, Romaine is in a relationship, so uh, don't get any ideas. He's also in a bro-ship with me, too. So. <laughs> relationship, bro-ship, and a yeah. lot of ships. But He's in a lot of ships. <laughs> Man, wisdom coming from, from that side of the table over there. Um, and for me, the way I approach goal setting through a biblical standpoint is um, something that I'm trying to do is, um, the verse that really spoke to me was First Thessalonians 4.11. Um, that's Paul encouraging the Thessalonians, but he said, make it your goal to live a quiet life, minding your business and working with your hands. Um, and it kind of goes back to what I say about like people who make a new year's resolution, they're announcing what they're going to do. And I feel like that just leads them down to a path of failure without God. So like the way I do it is like I set my goals semester through semester, obviously. 
Um, but I want to live, my goal is to live a quiet life. So I want to set my goals and then have victory it, victory in those goals once they are achieved through God mm-hmm. by living a quiet life in me. So Yeah. Quiet life, large impact. Yep. That's good stuff. And uh, our last question is, you, which you guys kind of touched on, but if there's anything you want to add, please do. How can we make New Year's resolutions in alignment to what the Bible says? And you guys have touched on this a little bit about really aligning our values uh, to the things that God values and allowing him to set up those um, habits for us as well. John, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind reading that that verse that you read uh, just a little bit ago. Of course. If you remember it. Oh, by heart. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's Galatians 5.16, but it says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Um, That's good. And for me, is we're not saying that New Year's resolutions are evil, bad, right. cancel it, right? <laughs> we're saying put God in that. Yeah, put, put, God, put Christ into that. Put Christ into anything that you're struggling with, and you will have victory over it because Christ defeated death, you know? Yeah. So if you like, why 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 wouldn't you put him into that? You know. Yeah. So for me, like, what I try to do is I try to put Christ into everything. So like, I'm putting Christ into the goals I make, and into the you know New Year's resolutions I don't make. But yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's so good, man. Uh, Romaine, you have any yep. any icing to add on top of the cake? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> oh no for any of British you who can't back. see michael partridge our producer over here is shuddering at romaine's british accent yeah he cringes <laughs> every time he hears it but that's fine um yeah i think as far as um new year's resolu- resolution goes yeah it's not being canceled you know it's it's i think our goal here is like to have people have a healthier and a more productive outlook on it you know it's about setting or it's about having god change your values change your mindset and by like i feel like values last a lot longer than you know a new year's resolution right you know values are what help you change because values are dear to you you know new year's resolution are fleeting like you can have a goal of losing 20 pounds in three months if you don't do that it's gone you know but if you have a value of wanting to lose weight overall you'll stick to that day by day until you get that so right yeah and that, that reminds me of uh, a verse actually um it's romans 12 verse 1 says i appeal to you therefore brothers by the mercies of god to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to god which is your spiritual worship and man, just looking at these stats one more time and realizing how how important like ourselves are, <laughs> like yeah. to to ourselves. Man, I could have said that better. <laughs> yeah. But how much we prioritize ourselves, it's it's kind of crazy. But man, the Bible says, "Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you." And man, I just think this is such a a great time for us to really prioritize um, the things that that God uh, values, the things that God desires. Um, and man, that's going to produce such a greater return than we could ever imagine. So we're going to close up shop here. Appreciate you guys joining us. Thank you, John and Romaine. Of course, mate. I love you. Honor to have the bro ship on the podcast and, uh, 
for all those listening. Appreciate you, and we will catch you soon. Bye. We've really loved having a chance to share our thoughts and passions with you today about New Year's resolutions. Tune in next Tuesday at 5 p.m. to hear us break down and discuss our next topic. Want to recommend a topic for us to talk about next? Reach out to us on Instagram at underscore the shift.